0: Hi everyone and welcome to our third feature length podcast for Walk the Mind. Um today we've got a really special guest, um Becky from the group, who um has found her inspiration through swimming um, amongst other things in, in in her life. Um so I'm gonna introduce you now to, to Becky. So how are you, Becky?
1: Yeah, I'm good, thank you.
0: Good. Um do you want to just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your story?
1: Yeah, so um the name is Rebecca Presley. Um, I did change my name by default because I love Elvis Presley. Fact of the day. <laughs> oh really? Um, I've just turned thirty. Uh, Christmas Day. Still coming to terms with that. <laughs> um, I flat share with my mum, who's she's awesome. Um, and that's it, really. I have got a dog and uh, house and dog sitting business, which has gone a bit under during lockdown. But yeah, dream job going there.
0: <laughs> awesome. Um, so obviously people have been listening to the podcast from from different places around the world how have you kind of dealt with the last year yourself and what's your experience been of the lockdown and um, everything that's kind of gone with that
1: so the beginning of lockdown last March um, I was I guess on the verge of being homeless again so I moved in with my mum's bed set but she was been evicted so we moved into Ramsgate got a flat during the whole lockdown during March so that was a bit insane because we had no furniture couldn't buy no furniture from shops so we didn't have a TV I didn't have a bed for months so the first lockdown was a bit crazy obviously um, because of circumstances Um, but I think we coped pretty well and like I said I've got my mum so I'm pretty lucky Um, and also I'm quite blessed to have FaceTime and Messenger because we've been connected with family all through yeah um and i think work as well has been a bit of a bugger cuz haven't been able to do dog sit obviously
0: has so that kind been, been that, has that kind of been the biggest challenge for you with with obviously starting your um starting out with the with um the dog walking and and bits like that what's was that the biggest challenge to you not being able to do that as much or
1: yeah i felt really brave and i thought right cuz about 2 years ago i was dog sitting for friends and then the friend said to the friend about me so it started to develop. So I thought, right, I'm going to try and make this a business. And then, bam, lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, very frustrating.
0: I think so many people have been in that situation where they'd, they'd either just started something or maybe a couple of years into something. And then it's been really get difficult with like government help and like advice and all that sort of stuff for new, new kind of startups or um, people turning hobbies into businesses and stuff, hasn't it?
1: Mm. I was quite lucky. I didn't declare my business at the time. Yeah. I was still on the verge of thinking, I'm going to give it a go.
0: Yeah.
1: Then lockdown hit. So I'm lucky I didn't lose much, but it was still the motivation of dog sitting and stuff and being brave to think, I'm going to try this.
0: Yeah, yeah. It knocks you back, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Very
0: tough. Have you kind of got plans for, the, for later in the year? Then hopefully when we come out of this, the other side, are you going to carry on with that?
1: Uh, definitely. It's definitely the dream job. I don't really want to go back to just do a job, you know, pay bills and die. <laughs> I'd yeah. like to do a job that I thoroughly enjoy and yeah, love to 100%. do.
0: Yeah, I think that's the dream for anyone, isn't it? If you can find something that you love doing, it's that's it's it's that's why I've sort of changed careers over the last couple of years. I was in retail management for like years and years and and like last couple of years obviously I've started uni now to try and chase something I actually want to do for the rest of my life. Um mm. rather than something I was like forced into. So I think anything that you can find. Yeah, definitely um what would you say has been the single kind of biggest challenge then would you say it is like because a lot of people would say that it's not being able to see their friends and family and stuff but what what's been your biggest sort of personal challenge
1: um not seeing dogs <laughs> that's
0: a <joke>. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> that's been quite tough but yeah family but my family live quite vast anyway so I've got one in Lincoln one in Australia um so it's not too bad because, like I said, I'm blessed to have Facebook Messenger. Yeah. And I see my older sister from Dover quite a lot anyway. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: so, family and friends are, isn't too bad because I've worked around that. Um, I think it's more personal demons that have surfaced. Um, I've got history of alcoholism, so that's been a real struggle.
0: Yeah.
1: So, that's probably my biggest one, I think. Because family and friends are pretty sorted. I've talked to them, I've seen them, so that hasn't been too bad.
0: Yeah. You've been you've been quite lucky with regards to if your family spread out already. It's kind of I suppose you were used to that a little bit anyway with the like FaceTime and stuff, where yeah,
1: yeah. So we're all connected in that sense. And I live with my mum, so she's my main yeah main person. So I'm lucky to have my mum.
0: Has that be been fair? kind of a saving grace having your mum there then? Because that must be having you know if you if you didn't have each other, it would be really really difficult, I guess.
1: Yeah, we both said we would have had a lot harder time if we hadn't been together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's why I feel for I feel for people that are literally, you know, single or or um kind of elderly and they've lost lost kind of everyone and, and that's it's just so sad, isn't it, when these people have been on their own and their mm. people's escape is is like you say, getting out and about and meeting other people and it's just not been able to happen, has it? So Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Definitely loneliness.
0: Yeah 100% absolutely I've been looking into loneliness and and maybe thinking about doing something for charity later in the year to do with loneliness and and particularly loneliness in the old in the older generation. Um, Oh
1: yeah definitely that something needs to be done about that.
0: Yeah there's a lot of people that are doing stuff I just don't know where to start with it really but it's um it's something that really really touches me because my nan's like 90 and she's lived on her own for like 30 years and I don't I I literally don't know how she's kind of dealt with it she's got a lot of friends and family but it's it must be really, really difficult, especially over the last year or two.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah. So I think I'm going to be looking into something like that for the group. Um, That'd be brilliant. Yeah. You love your swimming and you love getting into, into like the open water in the sea and, and dipping your toes in the water whenever you can. Obviously, your <laughs> posts on the group are just like incredible. Um, oh, you are, you. You're literally such an inspiration. To I know I speak on behalf of the group, and I, when I say that, that you're just a genuine, genuine inspiration to literally thousands of people who interact with your posts. Um, where did you kind of, where did you find that love for, for swimming and getting in the sea? So it did start with
1: my great uncle Jimmy, and he used to come down from Croydon, come to the sea, we'd have coffee, we'd go for a swim, and then when he passed away, I was obviously heartbroken. Yeah. and our love for the sea was what connected us so I thought I'm going to continue sea swimming so I can feel closer to Jimmy oh. and then after that more benefits came so it was a sense of freedom the sense of not thinking about any crap that was going on Yeah, I think it's just a sense of freedom the sea gives you to be fair yeah, yeah.
0: I've just how, carried it on How does it feel when you're out there? Because like, you go swimming a lot on your own don't you out there?
1: Yeah, yeah Um, so I think I I describe it as with depression, you feel very numb. It's a very numb feeling. So when I have that daily sea swim, I feel so alive and I feel like just so free. Like there's no problems in the sea. There's no noise and it's just a sense of
0: freedom that I absolutely adore. Is it like, does it calm your mind a bit?
1: Yeah, I think because you're um, thinking about surviving. Um, <laughs> yeah. You don't really think about a lot of things, to be fair. You just totally and utterly, your mind just goes blank. Yeah. And it's just amazing.
0: I suppose in the back of your head, that must be it, survival. Because, you I mean, sometimes you must get in there and it's that cold and a little bit choppy and stuff. And you must, just, I suppose, so even if it's, yeah, I bet. And even if it's a subconscious feeling, you, like you say, it's really interesting that that it must just be that survival thing as, well, as much as anything else that helps you to sort of block other stuff out, in not it?
1: Yeah, definitely
0: less noise in the sea I love it it's brilliant I I only got in the sea I wish I did it more because we had such a lovely like spring summer last year didn't we obviously oh yeah After lockdown the weather was incredible and I only got in there once or twice like myself and with the kids and that but when I did it was just it is such a release isn't it
1: oh yeah definitely
0: it's um yeah I think it's definitely something I'm gonna do more of like this summer um one of your posts in, in earlier on in the year when the restrictions were less, like you, um, you met up with some, some friends like socially distant or you met with people that you didn't even know, actually, which was even more than yeah. Um, What was that like? And how did that kind of come about from – was it from the group or was it people that you kind of got to know? Or,
1: It was just two ladies from Walk the Mind and I was feeling brave. I'm quite, feeling quite brave this year. Yeah. Um, and I thought, right, I want someone to enjoy what I enjoy – obviously sea swimming you don't get a lot of people that are like woo let's go in the sea when it's cold so these two women were quite up for it and my goal in the next few years is to make friends because I'm quite isolated yeah so I'm going to try and get out there and try and um explore new people I think
0: yeah yeah 100% you'll you'll find friends absolutely <laughs> no problem people must just be thinking I want to go swimming with that girl <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that now. <nah. laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's brilliant. Honestly, it's it's again. That's like when you posted that, it stuck in my mind as one of the, like the standout posts of last year when you did that. And I just thought, do you know what? That's what that's what I wanted to build as part of this community is is actually people getting to know each other properly, and and then for you to take it a step further and meet them, and you know do mm-hmm. do your swimming with them. It's just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I love it. Um. So, what kind of advice if someone looked at your post and thought, "I want to try that, but I'm too scared, or I don't really know the safety sort of side of it, or what?" Like, what advice is there for you? That what what advice would you give to someone that wanted to try it?
1: So, I'd say definitely do it with someone if you're new to it, yeah.
0: just for safety
1: measures, and always go to a beach that's quite busy. Yeah, and don't go any further than if you can't touch the floor, because I don't ever go any further than I can't touch the floor. I freak yeah. out, you see. And obviously you've got to be, and you've also got to research the, the coldness and the tide. It's a lot of safety measures you've got to take, to be fair, because anything yeah. could happen on any given day.
0: Yeah, 100%. But I would
1: definitely do it. Don't be scared. Just do it.
0: <laughs> so just research a lot and then just, yeah, be brave, I guess.
1: Yes, just take the plunge. <laughs>
0: my friend, my friend Max keeps saying to me, he keeps texting me saying, You're coming for a swim because he 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 goes in quite a bit and he's um oh, brilliant. Yeah, he keeps saying. So I need to I need to just get the courage and just do it, I think, with him at some point.
1: Yes. Don't <laughs> think about it.
0: <laughs> no, it's the winter that bothers me. It's just the cold. I can't stand the cold, even in the air, let alone in the sea. I can't imagine.
1: Yeah. This is my first year I've ever considered winter swimming. I always stop at the end of November. Yeah, and because I was thirty this year, I wanted to sound a bit mad for my birthday. Yeah, So I yeah. thought I'd do December dips, and yeah, getting the clothes off is the hardest actually. Oh, it's really? Freezing, but the but the sea's warmer than it is the outside. So once oh, you're really? in the sea, like oh yeah, it's mad.
0: I need to try it. I'm gonna, I, I will do it. I think on the back of speaking to you, I will, I will hundred percent give it a go. And I know Max will be texting me later saying, "How did you get on with Rebecca? And are you gonna do it? Are you gonna, um, are you gonna try it?". <laughs> I'll get, I'll have to give it a go. I'll let you know as soon as I do it, alright?
1: Yes, <laughs> What evidence. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um so what would you say? Um obviously you spoke about um your homelessness, um, and I've watched your porchlight video now and it's just amazing your story. Um would you would you mind touching upon like what you would say your biggest mental challenges or was during that kind of period of your life?
1: Um, it's difficult to say uh, to pinpoint one thing. Um, obviously the main issue was my alcoholism. that started when I was quite young from 16. Right. Um, and I also with alcoholism came self-harm and having self-harm for two years now, which is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's all a mixture really. but I think alcoholism is the main point which caused the anxiety, the depression, the consequences. Yeah. So yeah, I think alcoholism will, will always be my daily challenge to fight that
0: are you still in touch with porch light now or do they keep in touch or what's what
1: oh uh, yeah we still um, I did a charity bike ride about a year ago for porch light
0: yeah
1: Um. so that was really good Um. I've done quite a few um, interviews for the porch light charity so we're always in contact if they ever need me I don't mind being their voice if yeah. they ever need anything
0: Yeah. yeah. they're an amazing
1: organisation
0: it's brilliant. You must feel like you've turned a massive corner, though. Now,
1: oh yes, definitely. Yeah, I'm quite shocked that I'm still here. To be fair,
0: <laughs> really, I can imagine. I can imagine. Well, I can't imagine how how you know how tough that would have been. It's um, like watch like I say, watching your video and stuff. It's just, it's just like absolute inspiration. And for you to still be here and and literally making the most of every day by you know by the looks of your posts and when you're interacting with people from the group and that and what you do is it's just like yeah, it's mind blowing. It really is. Thank you. Um, A question that I kind of ask everyone that's been on the podcast so far. um, What advice would you give to the five-year-old Becky?
1: Oh, dear. Um, Don't drink. (laughs) 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 Don't party. (laughs) um, I would say um, the, the best advice I'd give to myself would to be love you because you're going to be growing old with you. You are the person that you're going to be be with for years so the unconditional love you can give is to yourself
0: yeah
1: and to be individual to be you i know it's i don't want to sound vain or selfish but you is very important yeah you are the most important person so look after you
0: absolutely i think i that's something that i've struggled with massively until the last couple of years because i went i went through a course of cognitive behavioral therapy a couple of years ago and um that literally changed my life and that gave me the tools sort of going forward without me even knowing really or realising until a few months later, maybe up to a year later, that actually going through that process had kind of given me the tools to, to start to like myself again and to start to kind of understand who I am and, and really appreciate that actually I've got a lot to offer, Um, Mm. you know, as many kind of mistakes or um, whatever else people make in their lives. You still, you're still you, aren't you?
1: Yeah, exactly. And you're your own best friend at the end of the day, so yeah. you might as well look after yourself and love yourself. I know I can't say it's easy. Some days I absolutely can't stand myself, but then, yeah, easier said than done. I know, but you really do, you do like need
0: to do. You feel like after what you've been through, because obviously you, you know the struggles that you've been through in your life, and obviously you have got the rest of your life ahead of you, which is just amazing considering the amount you've been through. Do you feel like it's given you the tools having because I know a lot of people say once they've been through those real deep, dark, hard times,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, it kind of gives you a tool or or a number of tools in your locker to kind of deal with anything then going forward. Do you think that's you or do you think things – yeah, how do you see that? Um,
1: it's definitely – so I wouldn't change anything, no matter how traumatic, no matter how much it hurt. Mm-hmm. I would never change anything in my past Yeah, because it's made me stronger, wiser, more loving, more kind – Every bad experience has turned into a positive one. Every bad experience has made me learn so much more. I couldn't. I I thank my past now instead of hating it. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I'm exactly the same, and I think that's this is what this is what these podcasts are all about, Becky. And I really appreciate Mm -hmm. you saying that because it's it's it will move a lot of people. What you just said, and it's that's what I try and get all across all the time to people that going through hard times and those like real deep dark times in your life where you literally can't see the light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. and I think there's that kind of you have to have that hope don't you and that yeah, belief sure. in yourself that or belief and I always say if you've got no hope left yourself take hope from other people that they've got in you um yeah. because there were times in my life where I just thought this is it I'm done I'm absolutely done and people mm-hmm. like my dad and my older brother and, and friends of mine real close mates still to this day, just gave me their hope, if you like, and their hope in yeah. me, um, mm-hmm. and that was, I think at the time, that was the only thing that got me through, and I think you're probably on similar lines, aren't you?
1: Yeah, it's like, when I got out of homelessness with Portugal, I was put into a, um, a hostel in Dover, and I was totally, I was gone, I was a total mess. But then slowly, positive people came into my life. So, uh, this guy came into the hostel one day, and he's from Primal Roots, and yeah. he introduced his charity that they, they take you outside in nature, you meditate, you run, you exercise. And I've never heard of exercise before in my life. I, I don't I didn't know what it was to be <laughs> fair. And then he introduced it. His name's Carl. He's amazing. He's still a friend today.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was just the it was just such a a light had been switched on. There was positive people out there because of my past experience. Everyone was horrible. Everyone was dangerous. I couldn't trust no one. And all of a sudden, Porsche introduced all these different charities. E- each individual had a story. Each individual had a purpose to help people. And the positivity was just like, wow, there's good people out there. There's yeah. people that want to help me. I can trust now. And it was just amazing. It was real eye-opener, to be fair.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think you need that. And I think a lot of people, unfortunately, it takes longer a longer time than maybe some to get that to have that light switched on, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. You have to be around positive people because yeah, I've tried to date a few guys before and they went through, they had quite bad depression. Um, And I tried to And depression with depression. Obviously it's a bit of a clash, isn't it? Yeah. So my relationships haven't really worked since being in recovery because I think because I'm on a journey of getting, trying to level my depression and get more, experience of positivity
0: yeah if I date
1: people with depression now it, I find it very difficult
0: yeah yeah that makes sense yeah 100% makes sense yeah it definitely does and I think you yeah you, you've touched on something that's really important I think and it's yeah that if you've got two people in that state of mind or going through that period of their life it's 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 almost tenfold because like you say the clashes yeah. and and everything that can come from that is is really really difficult and I think that's where people people w- would really need support um, if they were in that yeah. kind of relationship. Um, yeah, that's really interesting, actually. Um, how have you found the group? Like, obviously, since you joined the group and um, have just been such an inspiration to so many people and stuff, and you you must have been really touched by... I, I mean, I find it incredible when I, when I post certain things and you just get so much support and love um, from members mm. of the group. How have you found that? Has that been a real kind of beacon of light for you, finding that positivity?
1: Uh, it's been quite overwhelming because... Because I am quite isolated, like, my mum's my best friend. I don't really have friends, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. my mum's my everything. So when I joined Walk The Mind and started posting, um, the overwhelming comments really touched my heart because I always think I'm alone. Yeah. That's always in my head, like, I'm alone, like, I have no one. That's what my depression does to me. It makes me really isolated. Yeah. So when I post things on Walk The Mind and think, there's people out there with these heartfelt messages, it just doesn't make you feel alone anymore and it makes you and there's no judgment even which is beautiful
0: yeah absolutely 100% i think that's the that's exactly it when and when when people are brave enough to to post of their history and their stories and what's gotten to this point i think it's just I literally it blows me away that the idea mm. that little idea has turned into this incredible thing where people like yourself can um, post and be honest and just be it's it's just so refreshing I find it that mm. and people spend so long writing writing their comments to you um and it like it like you say it's just so heartfelt isn't it
1: yeah it's it's amazing and it's just yeah I, I've cried a few times at some of them I'm just like wow really because I don't think I'm a very interesting person I don't I'm a bit nuts I get that but that's yeah. just me but um yeah and mum was like you are interesting I was like Oh, how like, and then when you said about the podcast, I was so overwhelmed. It was like, he's asking me, me. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. I was quite overwhelmed. I was, so, overwhelmed
0: I was so chuffed. You said, yes, I was so chuffed. I said to Rach, when, uh, when I got the message back and you said like, you, you know, hundred percent, you would do it. I, was, I said to Rach, she, she's doing it. She's doing it. And uh, Rach was just oh. like, brilliant. Honestly, with I'm so looking forward to getting this out there. And obviously everyone that's listening to it um, now, I hope you're really enjoying what Becky's saying, because it's. Um, I, I, I find it really touching what you've said, considering your past and what you've been through and where you're at now. Um, yeah, I just think it's brilliant. I, re- I honestly do. I mean that. Thank um, you. So lastly, Becky, um, and I know it's a really difficult one, and especially with, with um, you know, your journey so far, but how, in your own words, and as many words as you like, or as fewer words, would you describe um, kind of positive mental well-being?
1: Okay, so I would say, just start off with with depression, for example. It doesn't discriminate. So you could be in a mansion with a million pounds in your bank. You you can get depression. You can be settled with family life. You can get depression. So what I can say is, don't feel bad like your problems don't matter, that you can't speak out because you feel like, I should be depressed because it touches any human and it doesn't discriminate. So positive wise, I would say always talk, always reach out and always love you and do what you makes you happy. It may sound selfish, it's very, very important to be positive and to, to suppress depression a little bit is by loving you. Yeah. It's, it's a long journey, it really is. But I think looking inwards, is more important than looking outwards.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. And uh, again, my friend Max always says, self-care isn't selfless, uh, selfish. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a selfless act to be, to have self-care isn't being selfish. Um, Mm. And and that's like part of the stigma, I think, isn't it? Of mental health today, even now, Um, Mm. as much as, as much as we've, um, as much as we've broken down a lot of the barriers over the last sort of 10 years with, with regards to uh, mental health and stuff, I still think that stigma is still there and to break it down mm-hmm. i think you're 100% right That's self care and and, yeah. and being aware that it's not selfish to look after number one is like absolutely no. key isn't it
1: yes absolutely
0: yeah can I, can I ask you one more thing yeah where where do you sort of see yourself in the next 5 years what what do you want to do is it just just happiness and just finding what you want to do and going with that where do you want to be in like 5 years um
1: i've always my life has always been an episode of flowing. So I just go with the flow. I've always been that kind of person.
0: Yeah.
1: But um, I would love to be sober. I would love to say, hand on my heart, I've been sober for a long length of time. Yeah. Because I do struggle with um, sobriety for quite a long length of time. I can, I can never get past four months. Yeah. So it'd be quite nice in five years to say, hey, I've been sober for this amount of time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, happiness, content. I would like to still be sea swimming and be surrounded by dogs. I, I don't care you, if it's a, honestly I don't care if it's a job or whatever but I want dogs at some point in my future and a lot of them
0: I'm sure you will <laughs> I know and you're going to be surrounded by a lot of people as well I think
1: Yeah I think I'm going to develop quite a lot of friendships which I'm really excited for
0: Yeah, and I'm going honestly, to be brave
1: enough to put myself out there
0: Yeah do be brave and stay brave because I think like over as soon as this as soon as this shit is all finished Yeah <laughs> for want of, of a better <laughs> word Soon as this is all done and we can get out and enjoy our lives again and stuff, you're 100% people are going to want to go swimming with you and they'll bring their daughter. You can just literally see, I can see. I'll be us amazing. Us the future. <laughs>
1: It'd be like doggy swim care. I like will it.
0: Be, yeah. Literally, you will getting,
1: have getting
0: your, this done. Yeah. You'll have your own, like, you'll have your own um, swim the mind group or something, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm, I'm up for that.
0: There I'm up for these
1: ideas. You, you, got, you can join. I'm gonna get you in the sea.
0: Oh, I'll be there, trust me. I'll send you some pictures in the next couple of weeks. I promise you. I promise but, you. But don't
1: that. wear speedos cause you know, <laughs> it's inappropriate. <laughs> I
0: won't, I won't, I promise. Um it's been- <laughs> it's been absolutely amazing I'm, I'm so pleased we've been able to meet and to talk like this and i'm i'm really really genuinely humbled that you said yes to doing the podcast because it's um it's really important we get people like you to do this and to speak openly um you know you you are no matter what you think of yourself i'm telling you now you are an absolute inspiration to, to so many people in this group And i know that i'm i'm speaking on behalf of them as well when i say thank you for everything you've done in the last like six months to a year with regards to what the mind and everything else that you've come through yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for firstly, for joining us today and for just everything you do really, and keep posting those pictures and of you swimming (laughs) and just inspiring people.
1: Yes. And thank you as well.
0: No worries. That's all right. Um, yeah, lovely to meet you, Becky. Um, and we'll keep in touch and, um, yeah. Um, thank you for everyone that's listened to Becky today and I'm sure that you would have, would have found this really inspiring. Um, And yeah, um, so I will speak to you soon, Becky. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so
1: much. You take care. And you. Bye.